Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. I am your host, Darren Baldwin, and I have the most distinguished guests with me here today, and I bet you're wondering who they are. Well, this is my one and only Ma and Paul. I got my mom and dad here all the way from New Jersey. Say hey, mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad. <laughs> hey, mom and dad. <laughs> We've been sitting here cutting up for a few minutes. You're in for a treat today. Yeah, hey, you know the Bible says laughter doeth good like a medicine, so hopefully Amen. you'll get a little medicine today from this podcast. <laughs> but uh, my, my parents were able to come down. We just celebrated 40 years here at Melody Church uh, where this podcast is being filmed. And so you guys came down and took part in that. And we've been having a good week. They actually got to join us yesterday for one of our, uh, whatever, prayer sessions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Did you enjoy Very that? Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Great. My mom and dad, in case you didn't, couldn't tell, they have a northern accent. They were born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let, let's see where we could start here today. Um, well, for starters... My, I have three older brothers. Yep. Wild. They're a wild bunch, them yes, Baldwin boys. Are. Yes. And uh, then I have two, uh, you guys adopted two girls at different times from Korea. Yes. And uh, so we have six of us total. There's uh, six of us total. And then uh, you guys obviously have a handful of grandchildren. Yes. Nine. Nine grandchildren. Now you have some great grandchildren, right? Two great right? granddaughters. Two great grand granddaughters. So you've been around the block a few times, huh? Uh, yes, and around and around and around. <laughs> and around. <laughs> so what was it? Uh, I don't want to make it all about me. I mean, you raised four boys. Where? Uh, what was it like? <laughs> well, for starters, hold on, I forgot this. Now, you guys gave your heart to the Lord in, I want to say, what, 1976 or 7? Yes. You were pregnant with me, right? Yes. And uh, we always tell this really touching story how the Lord sent a woman into my mom's life, Florence Nochisi. Yes. And she ended up kind of showing the love of God to you and ministering to you. And, yes. Well, she led you to the Lord, right? Yes, she did. And then you've led many people to the Lord yes, <laughs> by your yes. testimony. But what was it, I mean, before, what was it like before you were saved? And then we'll be, maybe we'll get into a little bit about your testimony. You two were wild now. I've heard some stories. Yes. I've heard some. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing to her. <laughs> it, 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 it was an adventure. Uh, an adventure for His oh, thing, I did my thing. Oh, and mama. And that's the way we lived for at least 15 years, 10 years. 10 to 15 years. Yes. <laughs> Which means you would run off and do your thing on the weekend, and he'd run off to the yes. bar probably. Yes. And do my yes. thing for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> my dad told me this story. I don't want to get into all his uh, dirty laundry, but he said he was coming home and left the bar or something and was going over some bridge or something in New York somewhere and ended up <laughs> caused a 13-car pileup. I better not share too many details. The statute yeah. of limitations <laughs> might not be over. They're still looking for me. They're still looking for him. But, well, the point is, you guys came out of a, you have a testimony. Yes, we do Of what the Lord, testimony. the Lord brought you out of, uh, 
I heard some stuff this week that you were sharing. I'd never heard that you guys had been through and done. I thought there's never, uh, I'm, I would never cease to be amazed by you two's past. Yep. And, but the Lord really did bring you out yes, into did. the light. So you now who the, the Flor- Florence led you to the Lord, right? Yes. And then when did he come in? I was saved before I, I was saved in a Presbyterian church. Really? Years before. And were you living for the Lord then or just kind of in and out? I was just saved. Yeah. And we not, were searching. Searching. So then it's an interesting story that you guys ended up moving down here. Yes, in you know, 1987. At some point. When did it really like set in though, like that you had something going with the Lord? Like when did something kick in at some point? I think it started, we, um, we ended up in the, we started in the Assemblies of God. We went to, before that, a Presbyterian Methodist ministry. It was a ministry starting off together, trying to see if that would work for them. And we left that, and we ended up in the Assemblies of God, and that's where we met Florence. Yeah. Cheesy. And um, she was taking one of our children, Scott, on the bus, and uh, that's how Florence dropped, was the last stop for your mother, so she stopped and always talked to your mother. The next thing you know, we were invited to the Assemblies of God, and we were going there. And our first experience was there. We went to the evening service, and uh, I, all I could do was try to figure out where the exit door was. <laughs> they were saying, where are you going? Find the car, quick. <laughs> well, like, what was going on? Was there like well, a... Well, just it was, it was uh, something we weren't used to. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was a you know a Pentecostal church. We weren't, we weren't involved in that at that point in time. And uh, <laughs> so... You we, know, that's most people's yeah. experience when they go into some environment where the Holy Spirit's yeah. being demonstrated. They're like, get me out of here. So we, we went and we... Uh, but just the Spirit of God gave us... We took another chance, went back... Sunday and Sunday evening service, went back on Wednesday. And the next thing you know, we were totally involved. Wow. And, um, we began to live our life for the Lord and raise our family that way. It turned out uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to us. Mm. And how long did you go to that church? Well, probably uh, 15 years, I think. Yes, we wow. were youth leaders. Yep. Youth that was leaders. back in your uh, younger days, huh? You were—I uh, remember listening to you speak to the youth on, when I was yeah. just a young kid. Yep. You used to have all the big youth parties at the house. Yeah, yep. we did a lot of traveling with the church, with all the uh, Sunday God uh, meetings they had for the kids. Yeah, and uh, we were Sunday school teachers and adult teachers, and we worked in the nurseries and did uh, kind of anything there was to do from the beginning to the bottom to the top, and. Um, it was quite the experience, and we were sold out. Yeah. We, we had a place that... It's pretty awesome. Yeah. We brought our kids, and uh, we were like the typical American family heading to church Sunday morning, arguing and getting to church, until my oldest son said, so this is what you call a Christian, fighting on the way to church? <laughs> and uh, it really brought an attention to us. That, uh, what were we doing? Going to church to serve God, or were we going to church... To play. Yeah. Just be a participant and go home. Mm. And uh, it was quite an awakening, uh, a revelation when one of your children say, so you call yourselves Christians? Listen to you. Wow. And this was like a 12-year-old, 13. It's crazy. And that really spoke to me. So mm. it made us change in, in a great way to uh, do a better job of raising our family. Wow. That's, I didn't, you know, it's crazy thinking about that. You guys really did have a major life change. 
Yes, we did. I mean, you went really from not serving the Lord at all, really, to you were fully immersed in yes. serving the Lord and, yes. you know, serving in the church. Yes. You know, exactly. uh, connecting financially, all that stuff. And Yep, we now, loved it. Both of you guys have done a lot of ministry over the years. You've always done yep. your share. Yes. I've always saw you as being, you're good with like the one-on-one, yes. you know, ministering. I remember when, um, well, my dad's sister, uh, Aunt, Aunt Sissy to me, when she was sick, you know, you would drive up and yep. however far that was, round trip, and you'd sit there and minister to her. That's always been a powerful ministry that you did. Yes. You served. You'd always do stuff for the Christian schools and... <laughs> Yes. Bust them around and do the yes. the fundraising and all that. And yep. you guys have always now you did a lot of men's ministry, celebrate recovery ministry, prison ministry. Prison ministry. I went with my dad one time. Uh, I spoke. He already had the prison ministry. They were going every however often it was every week. I don't remember Some once months. a month. Yeah, but I went with him one time. Man, we had the original jailhouse rock in there. Man, that was really something. We uh, the Lord really uh, really was moving. But it's uh, super powerful. You know, I was thinking on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday when we were at church, uh, you guys were in the service that we've talked a lot about, you know, that you really, uh, the Lord's really put it on my heart for, I call it the 65 and older group, um, that, you know, sometimes in our culture, we have the idea of retiring and, you know, whatever. But I know you guys have, mostly on you've gone through seasons where you didn't do as much, but you guys have always been faithful and serving. And what would you maybe, maybe for somebody that's maybe looking to retire or to do something. I mean, you don't, you don't strike me as retirement people uh, per se. No, 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 we are not going to retire and <laughs> you, you are not going to retire. No. <laughs> well, you run your own business and have for 40 years on mostly. I still work six days a week. I, my wife and I have spoken. Well, how do you hold on? How do you work six days a week if you fish five days a week? Well, I I, I work in the afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you stay busy. You stay yeah, moving. Yes, yes, we are. And, uh, I spoke to your mom and I said, you know, I'm I'm 79 now, and I said, do you think it's time to slow down? She says, well, I, we should talk about it. I think when you're 95, we should consider retirement. <laughs> I said, well, at least I have a goal. (laughs) That's When I'm 95, I can slow down. You could keep me moving towards that. What would you say to people maybe that are older and that, you know, is there still work to do for the Lord? I mean, you guys see work. Yes, yes. yes. The older women can use all their wisdom to help the younger women that have children that are going astray, Mm. living not right. Yeah. I just would like to tell you to pray, pray, pray. Mm. Have faith. Glory never, to God. never give up. Just continue to pray. And now we pray for our grandchildren, mm. which is my heart. Mm. So uh, that's what I can say on that. What about you, Dad? You were just sharing with me the other day that you really have a heart. Uh, you called me last week before you guys were coming down and said you really have a heart to be involved in ministry more, yeah. you know. A certain place to be used. Yeah. And, uh, speaking about retirement, I just said, uh, when you get a little older, it's easy to become a couch potato, watch television, the old American dream. <laughs> and But 
My philosophy is if you rest, you rust. <laughs> that's and, great. Uh, if you and, rest, you rust. That's, and, that's powerful. You know, when I think about Daniel in the Bible, Daniel, some people, there was no such thing as the word retirement, but there he was up in his latter years, and they called him out to interpret. Mm. And some people, I've heard some pastors say he was, he was in retirement. There was no such thing in retirement. When I think of the people that sowed the earth and planted seed and raised cattle and chickens in the old mm. days, I don't think they've ever retired. Yeah. They never slowed down. They worked from early in the morning until late at night. They get up early in the morning again. They did it all over six or seven days a week. They, they had put food on the table, and they never thought about such a thing as retirement. They might have slowed down a little bit, but I think way back then they knew if you rest, you rust. Mm. So I would encourage people that are up in age. I'm one of them, <laughs> and I certainly have no desire to retire. I work six days a week. I literally do work six days a week. And um, plus live a full life. And I squeeze some fishing in now. <laughs> I come down to show my son how to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. right. he, drowns a lot, he drowns a lot of shyness. Oh, my yeah. God. He but, is a good fisherman, actually. <laughs> but, um, but I enjoy doing that. And uh, listen, I, I told my wife one day, she says, you're going fishing again? And I said, hold on. This is a religious experience. <laughs> I said, Jesus called fishermen. <coughs> wow. And cast the net on the other side. It was about fishing. So I want to stay spiritual. Oh, that's a good one. So I'm... I want to stay plugged in to where Jesus wants me with a fishing pole in my hand, of course, <laughs> and ministry. So, um, again, keep that in mind when I say, no matter how old you think you are, get up every morning and be thankful. Yeah. The whole key to life is being thankful. Mm. And if you're thankful, you're grateful. Mm. And if you're grateful, you're thankful. You can't be one without the other. So be grateful every breath you take, and then be thankful for the breath that you have, and use it wisely every day. Touch somebody's life. Yeah. You know, if you see somebody laying down in the street, don't walk by. Be the good Samaritan. Pick them yeah. up and help them. Yeah. That's what we're here for. It's awesome. You know, life is like a vapor. Boom. Mm. It's over. Yeah. Mm. I encourage you to do all you can do while you're here. So powerful. Amen. amen, amen, amen. And you guys have always been a tremendous example of doing. Doing. Yeah, that's what my wife says. You know, she probably learned, maybe she learned that from you. I don't know. She said, I don't want to hear your cheap words. <laughs> Show me something. You action, guys are action. You guys are both doers, and you've been excellent examples of, you know, just serving the Lord. And you know, you kept me in church, and uh, that was a labor of love, I'm sure. But um, you guys are a testimony, and I really do wholeheartedly believe that the older generation really does have to speak into the younger generation's yes. life and be an example. Right. Be an example, and you you've always been an example. You know, we're not looking for perfection. None of us are perfect, but you guys have always been an example, you know, of continuing to serve the Lord and move forward and, you know, overcome obstacles and always yeah. be, you know, keep the encouraging voice of faith going. And yeah. it's been a blessing to me. Yes. Hallelujah. You've been, a, you've been a blessing to us. Well, thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> I do feel like uh, 
something something good must have transpired as I was being raised, but I think you guys always put the Lord in my heart, and I've always been grateful for that. So let me ask you before we close on this episode, what do you think, what's one thing you would have done differently with me? <laughs> shoot him? He <laughs> <laughs> said, shoot, shoot me. <laughs> well, I remember telling your father... <laughs> Honey, it's either him oh, or Lord. me. And I guess your father chose me. Smart man. So we put you on a train and let go of you because I knew that God was going to get a hold of you. It's powerful. And we had to let go to let God. It's powerful, man, right life. there. Woo, you getting a hold of that? You got to let go to let God. Right. That's powerful. And, well, did it work? And look what he's done. Look what the Lord, Lord has done, right? What he has done. Yeah, yes. that's pretty awesome. Yep. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. I think you did a great job. Yeah, maybe we'll make you famous after all. You start your television ministry after all. <laughs> Here you go. Hey. R.W. Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys again for tuning in. I hope you. Uh, this has been a treat for you as it has for me. Amen. I encourage you today. Why don't you, if you still have your parents with you, why don't you call them today? Tell them you love them. Send them something in the mail that I always fail to do for those special days, which Mother's Day is coming up. Oh, mama. Mother's Day is this Sunday. You know, my mom's going to be here Friday, so I'm giving her a card before she leaves because I never (laughs) seem to be able to get mine in the mail in time. Uh, But uh, why don't you reach out to your folks today? Tell them you love them. Uh, your grandparents, you know, and anybody that's significant to you. Tell them you love them. Encourage them. God still has a plan for them as well as for you. So like always, I want to encourage you and let you know we're believing with you, standing with you. And like Laura and I always used to always like to say, we believe the best is yet to come in your life. So keep moving forward. We love you. We'll see you real soon. Bye.